How you guys doing? Hey, we're chilling, man. Just fucking living, you know. <laughs> I think this is, you know, I came into this like being really nervous. I was like, man, they're really cool and we're us. <laughs> <laughs> Look at our clothes. We're cool. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, are. yeah. I told you to wear something funky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, I would probably pick something similar. I would wear it. Funky was the the description of what's to wear. You know? <laughs> it's a vibe. And we're like not actually that cool once you spend more like two minutes talking. I'm like, it. we're pretty cool, right? I I, uh, I don't know about this kid, but I'd say we're pretty cool. Thank you guys for coming on for the show today. Hell yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, we were able to get you guys right in before you went to Hawaii, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We've been gone for like the next two weeks. What are you heading to Hawaii for? We're just working, really, doing yeah. some work um, on a TV show. And then spending a couple of days just like grinding and fucking hiking and swimming and fucking and eating. I don't know. Probably. We'll, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see how The best out. combination I've ever heard <laughs> is fishing, fucking, and eating. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So do you want to tell the people exactly like what you guys do? Yeah, sure. So we are C Forte. We're an Orlando-based rap group. And we make alternative hip-hop music. Big time, nice. Yeah, we we were like we were telling you guys before the show started. We were just kind of tuning in, listening to everything. Oh yeah, I've got like almost half of their album on my playlist. Hell yeah! Hey. It's just called Big Chillin. It just has a random amount of any song I like, all genres. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just like you just like everything. Just anything you find. Anything but classical. I did at some point say metal, but now I actually do enjoy metal. Oh okay okay. I'm like but, that too. All the playlists I make, I love making playlists and all of them just have like the weirdest, like different mixes of genres, you know, all except country. I'm not a big country. Yeah. Guy. I can't do pop country. I tried. I tried. See, I can country. do country. Can't do pop country. Oh, Fair enough. Pop okay. country disgusts me. You know, you, actually, you like I, pop country? I don't know what a pop country is. Like Florida Georgia line, right? Florida Ish. Georgia line. Ah, okay. Then that's all you need uh, to say. Kind of <laughs> like Lady A. Lady A. <laughs> yeah. Classic. They had to change it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they changed the whole mm-hmm. name, right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a real Papa John scenario there. Yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> Eat pizza for 30 days. <laughs> they got tricked. <laughs> they got tricked, man. Oh, man. But I, I love how, like, just going right into Papa John again. <laughs> <laughs> Never stop. I'm like, this Always probably back isn't Papa the last John. time. <laughs> no. Can't ever stop thinking about him. No, I can't. I can't just believe the whole controversy in general. I completely forgot about it until you brought it up (laughs) before the show started. It's not the type of thing you should think about every day. (laughs) Yeah, it says more about me than it does about you. For being honest, (laughs) it's just been eating Joe up. (laughs) But no, now it's Shaq, right? Now Shaq's the president, or now Shaq's the owner? Really? Is he? Yeah, I think Shaq's the owner now. Oh, wow. wow. Good for him. Shaq's really out here from I think Army he's going General two years to now. He's just doing it. <laughs> What'd you say? From like Army General or the General. Yeah, the, the insurance <laughs> company. And now he's yeah, Papa he's... John's in. It's Papa Shaq. I love that. Good for him, man. <laughs> I feel like if there's anyone that could come back and get them good PR, mm-hmm. it's, it's Shaq. Shaq. It'd be Shaq. Mr. Just dunks O'Neal. pizza with 3.1. <laughs> yeah. Eat Papa. That's all you need. <laughs> I used to live by his house. Huh? I used to live by Papa John. Did you? Yeah. Oh, shit. 
Oh, we used to live he by Shaq, actually. I was just about to say that. Yep. That's wild. <laughs> Look at that. He used to live by Shaq? Yeah. yeah he had a uh, he had a, this crazy mansion in Windermere, which is like 15 minutes from where we are. And it was like, he bought it when he first got signed to the Magic. And it's like ridiculous. It's like this $12 million mansion on the lake. And it's got a purple roof. That's why everyone knows it. Because it's got like this bright purple roof. That shit sounds very Shaq. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I like that. That's crazy though. So, yeah. wait, where were you guys? Um, that that's in Windermere, Florida. It's like a uh, a suburbs of Orlando. I didn't even know that Shaq lived in Florida. This seems like a place he'd go. He's probably. I, mean, I don't really homes. know Shaq like that. <laughs> so, yeah, when... Shaq on LinkedIn. It's <laughs> true. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so tell us about the new album you guys are dropping because I know Victory Lap hey. just came out. Yeah, so we dropped Victory Lap a couple months ago. Just dropped the video. And we've actually been working, our next tape coming out is called Grind Time Live, but we've actually been working on it for like a couple years. But you know, the big C hit, changed a lot of stuff. We ended up getting a whole new EP, Don't Trip, out of it that's on streaming. And now we're just back in the grind trying to finish the album and, you know, figure out what's next after that. So it's kind of crazy. It's a conceptual situation there. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely the most theatrical thing we've ever done. So it's like a complete concept album that kind of takes place around the idea of a like fictional late night hip hop television show. So think kind of like Breakfast Club meets Jimmy Fallon, right? Um, and the album takes place over the course of one episode in which a fictionalized version of us are the featured guests. And it kind of goes through like the interview process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Guillermo's there. Yeah, Guillermo's there. He's not even his sidekick. I'm obsessed with Guillermo, one way or another. We're trying to get our own Guillermo. So (laughs) he's trying to push for one of our friends being on the show Mm -hmm. as like literally just to sit behind us. That'd be nothing more. That'd be dope. (laughs) I mean, all hosts have that little sidekick. Exactly. He can be like the fact checker. You know. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, he puts us in our place. <laughs> you just be putting my, putting me in my place the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Austin. Shaq does not own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Shaq's not on LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just just constantly berates and bullies us. Doesn't even like provide any commentary. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your guys's like friendship, like how you guys actually met. It's been a while, right? You guys have been friends for a while. Yeah. We yeah. Actually, we'll, we'll be. We'll have been friends for like 10 years this August. Yeah. So it's crazy. Um, But we actually met, we went to the same college in North Jersey, Fairleigh Dickinson. And I was like, Joe, he's a year older than me. So he was already there like um, studying film. And I went also to study film, but... There was like this Facebook page of like prospective film students, which I have no memory of. Like I, I swear to God, I don't remember being in this. And thing. like I, like I was always asking questions. People, whoever asked questions in the group that were like incoming freshmen, Joe was like a big responder on the group. So he's always like, "Yeah, like here, like I'll help you, like guys, any way I can." Type shit. And like I, I remember like the first day of college getting there. I'm like, I gotta fucking find this Joe Forte kid. I gotta meet this fucking Joe Forte kid. I swear <laughs> to God, like he's gonna fucking help me. Like we, I, I, like we could do something. Like I was just like super hype. Like I needed like a mentor in college. You know, I was so nervous. I was like, but like he's the person I feel like I've talked to the most, even though like not really. And what happened? How do we first? So in, in, in your second year, you take a production class where every class has to make the same film. You're given the same script. Everyone divvies up. It's gotcha. like to get you acquainted with like roles on set. 
And one of the things you had to do is you had to hold auditions and cast a cast. So I guess I guess I was producing it. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. Um, and we held auditions, and C actually came in to audition for the role. Well, actually, I guess not. No, yeah. In my mind, that's what it was. But I, in- I came in because I was working on my first short film as a freshman. And I was like, damn, like, I know he's holding auditions. Like, maybe I can ask for his help because they wouldn't let, like, freshmen rent out certain equipment. So I'm like, yeah, I'll ask this fucking older guy and, like, he'll get me the shit I need. And, like, it'll be cool. This is, like, the inception. Like, in my mind, I was like, this is how we become friends. Like, I've been thinking about it for months. <laughs> that was exactly the like, same thing I had so with you. Like, it's so creepy. Like, it's so weird. Like, if it didn't work out the way it did, <laughs> like, this would be a It would just been, like, Karshan stalking. Yeah, you know? dude. So I go in there. And I fucking, I'm like, hey, I act. They're like, oh, you here audition, and I'm like, no, but I need your help. <laughs> I'm here for like, friends. What? <laughs> and I was like, uh, but I can audition too. And like, I ended up auditioning anyway. And he got the part for the record. <laughs> he was in the film. Yeah, it's I was. awesome. It was bad. Yeah. Not on their end. It, the script was like pre-written by the professors, <laughs> and it was not a great short script. Film script. Got the friends and the part. <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters <laughs> no um, that was exactly how we like because i remember when i first met jay it was at the president's lunch or lunch something. it was like the first event before we even came to school mm-hmm. and he was just like i i knew everyone in high school i love talking to people but i was super nervous getting thrown into like a big c and so then i saw jay and jay was just fucking Lighting the entire place up. Just I was like, throwing frisbees at people because it was getting boring. <laughs> it was really boring. It was really boring. It was me, you, Caleb. Seabeck. Seabeck. And uh, just no one was talking. Yeah, it was just quiet. Everyone's mm. just staring like. It's awkward. So it's where like, are you from? Yeah, like. Everyone's like, scared. From? College, yeah, man. I'm from New Jersey. Where are you from? No, right? no, no, no. Remember, we had to play that game. We had to. Oh, yeah. It. We got up and got in a different. We had to take a handout and we had, it was basically like, what was it? It was kind of like, like a prompt or something. Like if you're from a prompt, here or something. But you had to like, it was kind of like bingo, but you had to ask people questions. And if they answered with what was with on them, right? the, yeah, you had to get a stamp from them. Oh, you oh, played wow. an icebreaker. Yeah, it was an icebreaker. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, yeah but it was stupid. Yeah, <laughs> That's, so that's so why they had a, like a basket of free Frisbees. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to do this now. <laughs> like my time to shine. <laughs> yeah. Just started throwing at people. But, you know, it was funny. Yeah, I, I came into that whole lunch on thinking, like, I'm not ever going to see any of you ever again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> and I really thought, I was like, man, this guy is just too, <laughs> again, I just, I need to just boost myself up more. I was like, this guy's just too yeah. cool. <laughs> and then he was, uh, we met at a party? Was that what you said? Because I know we got it wrong on the show. We both had different versions of how we met how we met i remember that i remember our first party we looked like dorks we <laughs> walked into a frat house we walked into a frat house with hawaiian shirts Fuck you know, i mean that sounds that, like, like you fit in fine yeah, I, feel, I feel like but like everyone was like, just like, wearing like clothes like clothes. sweatshirts <laughs> all the brothers were like freshmen we're like how could you tell <laughs> how'd you know That's so you guys also said we were he was doing some research and you guys have a best friends day Oh yeah! Oh man. wow! Yeah, Martin. So Luther what is King, that? Martin Luther King Jr. Day is what we call our best friends day because you know black and white duo wouldn't really be able to happen without that guy. So shout out to that's awesome. To him, man. I, I just thought it so happened to coincide on the same day. There's <laughs> <laughs> meaning. I like even more. <laughs> they just happened to like they. It was 
on that day they knew they were mm-hmm. best friends. Uh, I guess right. like Groundhog's Day was our best friend day. I'm like, sweet Groundhogs. Yeah, but no, that's really, <laughs> but no, that's really cool though. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, a lot of your guys' music, it's really neat to kind of see the way that you guys tackle all of those social is- issues, especially in Don't Trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Don't Don't yeah, Trip is definitely neat. our most political album. There's always been political themes in our music. Like, it shows up in Founder's Day. Um, it comes back really heavy in Don't Trip. But because we were making it in the middle of the pandemic, and that was right around the time that all of the protests were going on, mm-hmm. and uh, we were actually out protesting a lot. Yeah. It was really on the forefront of our minds and we were like, we actually had a conversation where we were like, do we do a new project or do we just try to tighten up uh, Grind Time Live as much as we can until we could get back into the studio? And I think we both felt like we couldn't not address these things Mm -hmm. and just release Grind. Like it felt like it would be almost like insensitive to just release Grind Time Live and not act like these issues were happening all around the world. Mm -hmm. So Don't Trip was really us like, getting the chance to speak our piece on that yeah. and uh, get it off our chests and then go back into Grind Time Live with a, with a little bit new eyes, I think. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's what frustrates me so much, though, because I had a conversation with one of my friends and it was some controversy with LeBron James, something that LeBron James said about his <laughs> political stance. And people were like, you know, Saners, uh athletes all those different people they just need to shut up and do what they're there to get paid for making like, three-pointers yeah these these are people <laughs> like, they're yeah. not just exactly. athletes or seniors for your entertainment exactly. and i like that you guys are doing that thank you because i think we should have more thought-provoking stuff like i don't want rap to just be just like fucking fishing and eating yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. though it's fun it's the vibe <laughs> but it's not yeah. all the time there's got to be more to life like the song says yeah. <laughs> there's a yeah there's a lot that you can incorporate while also talking about all those things exactly. right. you know it's just i'm glad you guys are actually like actively taking a stance like standing up talking about all of these issues because mm-hmm. it should happen more right you know and i, I think I I, the way i kind of look at it is you know they say like do what you're paid to do um as a rapper you're kind of just paid to talk your shit right exactly. whatever that is there's no like defined set of things that you can talk about mm-hmm. so if today i want to talk about politics and if tomorrow i want to talk about fishing and fucking i'm gonna do it exactly. you know what i mean yeah. right i mean it's you're right as an artist exactly <laughs> you can do whatever you want as a human <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, that facts. Too. <laughs> facts like oh damn it's so crazy though because i used to like I really used to like box myself into like, oh, if I'm going to make music, like maybe I started like singing. I was like, oh, I can only do like love songs because that was like the big thing at the time. So like that's the type of artist I'll be. And then like meeting Joe, it's like, oh shit, okay, I'll fucking (laughs) do this rap thing and like I'll be hard and like I like represent the black community and be like try to be like a gangster or whatever. And it's like, no, dude, like you got to be yourself. There's so many like sides to fucking every single individual so yeah every, i will every say though part. you definitely came off very scary in yeah. all the videos that we watched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very intimidating oh uh, you're like, talking the which one don't trip announcement or the don't the trip and honestly though victory lap was what scared the fuck out of me <laughs> really <laughs> give me deets on that what well the quality of everything was just so professional like like we said the promo pack that you guys sent we're like oh my god they have a pack. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he goes, he goes, uh, we're on the phone yesterday and he's, we're like talking about ideas like what we're going to talk about. 
And he just, there's a pause. And he's like, dude, I'm just excited they sent us a pack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Shout man. out to Danny. She's our amazing photographer. She took most of the stuff in that, in that pack. Oh, she's, oh, yeah. she is extremely talented. Mm. I love the picture of like the, you guys like peering over the TV. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Mm. That one's badass. She also no, shot the, uh, the victory lap cover. So. Mm. Oh, that's Just really cool. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. No, but I uh, the part I'm specifically talking about in Victory Lap was Joe says his line, and then it's C coming back like C Forte in this bitch. How we get away with the shit? Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm so <laughs> intimidated. How this guy's? <laughs> Hell yeah, man! But that's good though. That's cool. It's cool that you can just. I mean, that's. I think that's my hardest problem as an artist. It's Be like. Cool. No, not be cool. It's like <laughs> the stuff we're rapping about. You know, I have a girlfriend of two years, my first girlfriend, and never really was with anybody before her. And I'm coming out with a whole R&B album that's all about like love, relationships, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like heartbreak. It's all about her. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also just like the like my producer helped me write it. Mm-hmm. But there's some stuff that he talks about and because he raps in it uh-huh there's stuff that he talks about and then i respond and i don't i don't know about that mm-hmm. like you know i'm a sexual dude but not to that extent mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just like talking about like fucking a lot yeah <laughs> and fishing and fishing wait is he <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't know that's funny i remember when you guys met i know that crystal clear when you met your producer yeah maybe he just saw i mean he just saw me in a in the pool hall and just was no, like, you didn't, we're in the hallway, I thought, and you were singing. Like, you you were like, making an R&B album. Yeah, right. No, that was uh, Troy. Oh. That was Troy. Z, I met, uh, Zaim, I met when we were, I was walking by the pool hall. He's like, yo, are you Austin? <laughs> it's like, yeah. He's like, you sing? Yeah. No, it was not Troy, dude. You think about, no, that wasn't Troy. You literally was trying to help me move out of my room, and you were coming by, and Z was in the far end of the hallway in the freshman dorm. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> so then, yeah, when he saw me in the pool hall was after that. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's when he signed me up for this album, and we've been working on that for a year. But no, it's just an I'm odd thing. From it's day just... one. <laughs> Once again, we need a fact checker. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, but No, the Don't Trip uh, announcement was really, really well done. Really cool. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, how was the? Because uh, I know I was talking to Joe about it. Do you want to talk about how you got the blood? <laughs> oh. oh yeah. So uh, in the final scene, there's a shot where like C looks down at his chest, and then like a spot of blood expands on his shirt, um, and it's like seeming to come from nowhere. Mm-hmm. And when we originally did it, we rigged up this whole uh, in the in the film industry. It's called a squib. It's which is like this rig that's connected to like a little canister of like. CO2 that you would use for a paintball gun and then there's like a pressure uh, trigger Mm -hmm. and you shoot it and it's supposed to shoot the blood out which we thought would work but we did a test and we found out that it was like way way too aggressive like Mm -hmm. it literally exploded under under C's shirt I think we have the video for that somewhere actually Um, there were many tests Many, many failed tests that got us to there. I can only imagine what, like, because we were literally doing these tests, like, in the lawn of our apartment yeah, complex. Like, like, can't imagine what people looking out the window were like, what are these two guys doing? Oh, yeah. Um, but ultimately, we wound up using a much simpler rig, which was just, like, acrylic tube connected to one of those, like, diner 
um, like ketchup bottles, like the the long <laughs> cylindrical ones with the pointy tip. And I was literally just huddled off screen, like slowly <laughs> squeezing it to let the blood like seep and through. And this tube is like wrapped around my body, like duct taped to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I'm like on the shirt, I'm just like, be cool, be cool. You know what's about to happen. <laughs> like, it doesn't. And every time I was just like, fuck, fuck. Like, <laughs> it just feels so weird, like wetness protruding. But uh, ultimately it looked <laughs> better than we, we could have yeah. ever hoped for. So. Yeah, it came out really, really good. Yeah, it came out really well. I mean, it looked it looked fine. We, like a lot of the promo stuff we try to do, we think about it, and then we're then when we actually like ideate it in execution, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard to pull off. Oh yeah, yeah big oh, shout yeah. out to Scott, our DP on that. Yeah, Scott Jones, he's a great dude. Yeah, uh, he like oh he really hooked it up. He's so talented. Yeah, and he like really made time for us. He's like super busy. He's like one of the like most in-demand videographers in central Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd worked with him in our day job before. And he was always like, oh, like, when are we going to make something? Mm-hmm. And we were always like, oh, Scott's just being nice. Yeah, like, right. he's not going to shoot. <laughs> he's not going to come here and do this shit with us. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was like, yo, Scott, we have an idea. Like, would you shoot it? And he was like, if you can find three days where I'm off and you can make it happen on that weekend, I'll come and do it. And he really, oh, yeah. he did. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, because we we tried to do a promo thing for the new season this this season, and we were gonna do a musical number. Oh hell yeah! And I mean, we still can. We still can. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm still all gun ho to do it. You're gonna take a uh, uh, one of the silly songs from Dear Evan Hansen called "Sincerely Me." Oh, oh yeah, so good. And we were going <laughs> to change the lyrics to fit the show, mm-hmm. and we were going to have like tearaway suits. Yes. and everything and i still want to do it i think you should I, th- I think this needs to happen yeah we've got good video videographers at like on campus that we're friends with as well right oh that's so cool we definitely could pull it off do it man do it swing if c forte is telling us to do it we yeah. got do it. Spons- do it advocated by c forte <laughs> yeah sponsored by c forte <laughs> yeah right. we um but no oh no, sorry go ahead i know i was just going to talk about this weird musical number idea that we thought about doing once (laughs) so we like obviously are in like the film business so we were working on a tv show that we wanted to kind of create called backpackers (laughs) and like the show would be like about these two like best friends trying to be rappers like real life shit and like they kind of get involved in like just crazy shit always trying to make money and like it's very atlanta but we had been talking about it before atlanta came out yeah we were really disappointed because gambino (laughs) is like our hero and as soon as we realized he was making a show about an aspiring rapper we were like he's gonna do it fucking cooler than we can Mm -hmm. so like there goes that so it was even more interesting though because it was he wasn't even the rapper exactly yeah he was just like the manager that happened to be his cousin But yeah, we had this idea for coming back in like the second season where it just opens this big musical number that the like in-world duo does. But it's fucking Hall and Oates fucking uh, uh, making my dreams come true. <laughs> and they're just like... It's just like a cover, Covering it. And like they do this whole musical number. It's never explained why they chose to do this. But it flops. And, it, <laughs> and so the second season is all about them trying to recoup the money they spent on the video because they like went all in. They like spent their whole savings <laughs> and the whole season is about them trying to make that money back. But never once do they touch on why they decided to do <laughs> yeah. this in the first place. And just, they just like, let it ride. Oh God. I like saw that whole musical number in my head. I knew exactly. I wanted to wear the Afro. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's such a good idea though like that's just one of the things that like like us like we think of it and it's we just want to do it so bad because we know it would be good i feel like you guys would do just as good right? being able to do an atlanta like show oh, oh thank you. that's that's high praise yeah right no, i feel like it would though. be from what this. from what you guys kind of described if you ever seen dave Oh yeah, I actually haven't seen Dave yet. I haven't. It would seen be kind of like that. I feel like right. I keep hearing good things about like the newer season. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I, that's when I was like, oh man, maybe we're starting to reach the like saturation cap for how many good shows about <laughs> rap there can be. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you have one that's a little more serious. Like Atlanta is definitely dealing with like way more complex topics, and then you have Dave coming at it from kind of like a goofy angle. And I'm like, where else can you go with it? I fucking love Lil Dicky. He is funny as shit. He's so yeah, Little Dicky is fantastic. Right. I like Let Me Freak. Oh yeah, classic. <laughs> yes. Let Me Freak is definitely one of my favorite like videos and songs. Hell yeah. But yeah. what? I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. listen to Little Dicky. Really? I'm, I'm oh. scared this is gonna be one of those conversations where you yell at me because I don't listen to I don't listen <laughs> yeah. to Metal Metal Gear Solid. Oh yeah, we had uh we were in the studio two days ago and we had. So, Joe, you can kind of go into this, too, after, but we did an ASMR video as promo. Hell, yeah. And he loved that shit. We, I don't know if you guys <laughs> ever, have you guys ever, like, watched anime? Yeah. Like, a little. A little? Do you, did you ever play a, a game called Metal Gear Solid? Hell, yes. I was always afraid of that game. It's scary. It's scary. Really? Scary moments. It's just, like, all the corners, and, like, you don't know if someone's going to, like, be like, ah, oh, I got you. you and know? then that sound, it's like, <laughs> Yeah. Like when the, I mean, the yeah the, the sound I fucking hated, <laughs> but no it was uh I think the fourth one scared the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, what was that snake eater? That that was the third one, and the third one was also scary though, because that had the uh like the characters. That, why why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> I'm just like I see like I'm scared of all the corners. I scared somebody's gonna pop it like ah gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They do. I, they get you. I, I'm not a big gamer, so that was like I'm, I wasn't used to it. You know, I, uh, to that's it. fair. I'm gonna really de- uh, date myself here with this one, but I remember reading about Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes in Nintendo Power magazine when oh I was God. like nine, and I was like, I gotta play this game. Like this seems so awesome. <laughs> and there's a scene in the game where like a ninja comes, uh, Gray Fox. And he, like, just chops up an entire, like, hallway of people in, like, full graphic, like, they're being cut in half. What system was this? This was on GameCube, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, because the remake. I'm like Luigi's Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) I remember watching that cutscene and being like, you can do this in a video game? Like, it completely blew my mind. I'd never played anything like that up until that point. My, My first video game that I ever played was with my uncle. And he was a big PC guy. He did like a lot of PC stuff. He made like jazz music, which was kind of cool. But like, he's a strange character, but I love him. As a <laughs> rip. Um, and he uh, showed me the first Grand Theft Auto on oh, PC. Oh, yeah, when it was like top down, right? Yes. And so it's like, it's nothing like it is now. It's like an aerial shot. It's just one like shot the whole time of this like very like what's the game with the pit that you got to like jump over yeah it's like it almost is like that (laughs) just a little more colorful and so it's this guy running in streets you would have to like run across the street to like a payphone that was ringing you would answer the payphone and they would like be like like some charlie brown shit and like the words (laughs) would come up 
and then you go on this mission you like get into a taxi you can't like drive on your own it just takes you and then you go and like you do this shit. There are like little bullets that are like flying out like galactic. Yeah, it's like more like an arcade game <laughs> yeah. than it is anything else. And right? I was like, damn, I fucking like, I can't believe like thinking like later when I was playing Grand Theft Auto, how big it was. I was like, damn, I played like the OG yeah. fucking game. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think. So that that was the one thing uh, going back to the ASMR video. So do you, so if you played Metal Gear, do you know who Raiden is? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we had. The voice actor that voiced Raiden, he liked the video and then followed us. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that's cool. And we were, I was like, I I, I just had to sit there. His name's Quentin Flynn. And we were at lunch and I just sat there. I was like, I got to tell you something, but give me a few seconds to make sure this is real. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like fact check. (laughs) And so like I looked and it wasn't a fan account. It was like his actual fucking page. That's insane. Damn, that's cool. Ryan yeah, and loves ASMR. Yeah, we reached out to him to see if we can talk to him. But I was like, this is fucking, that's the Quint Flynn. I even called my dad on the show when we were live on the video. I called my dad and I was like, are you proud of me? <laughs> Hell yeah. He was like, that's pretty badass. That's pretty cool. Right? I'm get, like, get him on the show, man. I'm like, we're proud of you. Don't worry. <laughs> see, yeah. we did it. C Forte approves. <laughs> but no, so... Going back to to kind of your guys's like upbringing and coming up, what like professions do you guys have now outside of the music? So we both work in the film business, kind of. So Joe's said that he he told you he was on that reality show, and I worked on it for a little bit, but I'm kind of back into the freelance game. So I'm just kind of like filming a lot of stuff like commercial wise here and there all over. It's so weird because you really like got to put yourself out there. You got to meet the people and hopefully they call you for some work. But I don't know. No, it's like it's super corny. Like you always hear like in movies and stuff like show business is all about the networking. Mm -hmm. But it like actually really really is. is. It's crazy. Like you get in with the right group of people and then you just start getting work and then you become known for whatever role that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of just like perpetuates itself. And I hate it, dude. I hate talking to people. (laughs) (laughs) I hate like having to like. You know, like sometimes you go to work, like sometimes you're there like 4 a.m. And like everyone just kind of standing around like I don't want at 4.30 a.m. to go up and be like, hey, so what you been working on lately, chap? Yeah. Like what's going on with you? How's the kids? How's the wife? You know, I'm like, don't fucking talk to me. Like, I'm tired. I'm going to get some coffee. Yeah. You know? But it's it's definitely networking is key. But I don't know. I'm thinking about like switching it up really yeah i just don't know what i'd switch it up to right but you know we'll see how the music takes off yeah yeah and i mean and that's also one of the great benefits of what we do is that we have access to a lot of extremely talented people that are friends that are willing to help us on our passion projects so for the past couple years basically everything we've done has been with the help of friends we made through the film and television industry which is why we do have access to great cameramen, to mm-hmm. great photographers, to people that can edit and really help us elevate our projects beyond what we would be able to do by ourselves. Hell so yeah. got to be super, super grateful for that. Oh yeah, man. That's the syndicate. That's what we call them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of our yeah so what exactly, because I know you were itching to ask that question. Well, I was going to, which one? The, what that means. 
The No Swag Syndicate. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I knew you guys were you called yourself C Forte, but I had this half thought this morning, like, oh, what if their name's like No Swag Syndicate? What if mm-hmm. I messed up the whole name? <laughs> so like, what, what is No Swag Syndicate? Like, what does that mean to you? Like, how? Um, what, what is it? So that it's really funny you say that because it's been. <laughs> the, all right, so No Swag Syndicate is really like a uh, a collective really like the way that chance the rapper came out of save money militia the way that before it was a label young money was kind of just like a group of people it's really just meant to be like an encompassing term for like our broader team our fan base and everybody who's kind of like involved with us Mm -hmm. the problem was i think it's a little too successful because it's such a (laughs) weird memorable name that a lot of people do Mm -hmm. think that the group is called like no swag syndicate (laughs) and like we have to like be like oh no like we're actually called c forte and then everyone's like well why are all your handles no swag syndicate i'm like i don't know bro like you don't call drake champagne poppy (laughs) you know what i mean like so it is something that as we develop as artists we do hope to bring more people into recruit other artists to work under that collective with us Mm kind of kind of like a j cole dreamville situation really yeah gotcha that's a really cool cool way to put that as to why that's the name yeah i mean yeah would you want to make it into like a brockhampton thing where you have like a bunch of artists do like collab albums and stuff and make it as a jump off platform i mean it's nothing we've ever talked about but like i don't think we'd be against it that'd be dope as i well. would love to do like a I collab album i don't think album. i would ever want to expand like the band. duo yeah you like know? c forte is here to stay forever no one's coming in just us but for the syndicate you know yeah we could do like we could do like a compilation good. album that would be dope hell yeah that'd be really yeah, cool I was going to say, like, uh, Brockhampton is supposed to be a platform. Obviously, Kevin Abstract, he's like you guys. Mm-hmm. He's him, individual, and then has, like, yeah, Brockhampton yeah. a platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Brockhampton, cool. by the yeah, way. Yeah, dude. Did you hear about them I, splitting up? They're, they're, they're sleeping, man. They're come back. Dude, we are, we are so <laughs> upset. We had tickets. He actually bought me tickets with our other roommate to go see them in Florida in March. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we got the email like, oh, the festivals will be the last show so we won't get to go see them. Yeah. And I have like, I have a birthday concert curse. <laughs> Every time someone buys me tickets for my birthday to go see a show, something tragic happens. The last time, and this like really sucks, was way back when C actually bought me tickets to go see Mac Miller for my birthday. And then he passed away like a month before the show. And yeah. Mac oh, is like my my top artist. So I was absolutely fucking devastated. Like truly, truly heartbroken. It's crazy. Like the people that Mac Miller really like was able to reach out to. My own great aunt who's like in her 60s liked Matt, Mac Miller. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just so, he was so accessible. And I think that was really by way of his personality. Yeah, dude, he was just so himself. A genuine guy who loved exactly. making music and just music. wanted to do that. And damn, yeah. R.I.P. Mac. Like, right. That's the yeah, dude. I mean, th- there's, it was, I like had to like take a step back because I loved Mac's, Mac's stuff. Uh-huh. From just like collaborations he did with like Pac on uh, Dane and all sorts mm-hmm. of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a character on the show Euphoria. Looks exactly like it. Angus Best Cloud, Cloud baby. You, I cannot believe you just brought Euphoria, dude. We're obsessed. That is like the favorite show right now. I need to. I need to start watching it. I've just seen my roommate watch uh, uh, scenes. Insane. And me and my girlfriend really want to watch it. I've insane. been watching it since it came out and trying to get this kid on the wave. 
And literally just like a couple weeks ago, he finally just sat down and like binged it. And I'm not like a binge person. I don't normally binge series. I'm like up to date already. Like I watched all of it in rapid succession. It is in, it's so good. It's a genius show. It is phenomenal. But yeah, you know, it, it seems really cool. And my girlfriend and I have such a long fucking catalog of shows she wants to watch. Mm-hmm. Put this There's to the one top. Yeah, dead serious. Put this at the top. Fuck the rest of the shows. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. I want to be able to say that. <laughs> What's her name? Nicole. I'll say it. Nicole, fuck those other shows. <laughs> <laughs> You've right now, to the top we're trying to finish, uh, if you guys have heard of Insatiable, yeah, oh yeah, I've never watched it though. It's surpri- it's really corny, but it's not bad. Like it's a really good show. I was surprised because I really didn't think I'd like it. Uh-huh. Same thing with Married at First Sight. It's a reality show. Mm-hmm. I thought I would hate that. Listen, I thought I would hate it. I was like, this show's a little, you know, I don't think it's for me. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting there and uh this one guy says something to his wife. I'm like, what the fuck you just say? <laughs> <laughs> and she and she's like she she called him he called her the bitch. I'm like whoa, that you can't do that. You that doesn't happen in this show. She's like <laughs> it happens every week. Oh, <laughs> like, holy shit! You're like maybe it's not so a then, good idea. Now I, I'm like four or five yeah, seasons right. deep. Two seasons come out every year. Oh, yeah, damn. yeah. And then I got my other friends to watch it. My other guy friends, they were like, "No, man, that's girly. That's not." my kind of show I'm like dude i'm telling you you'll get into it just mm-hmm. watch an episode and he watches it and the episode ends and he just like puts his head down he's like are there more <laughs> <laughs> like yeah there's more i'm trying to catch you up just like turn, you just turn the tv off and you're like no there's only one get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk you don't talk any shit about married at first sight and then get to right. watch more no man you know, i mean before his Really good, really good from what I've heard. And everyone's obsessed with uh, Sydney Sweeney. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, well, I literally had a friend posted uh, a thing about her. And I was like, yeah, I heard she's a really cool actress or something like that. And then she was like, she has nice boobies. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone. Like, Big old boobies, yeah. right? I like, like can't, I, I, I guess I, this conversation's done. I can't imagine... <laughs> how frustrating it must be to be an actress giving the literal performance of your career because i mean like dead serious she deserves an emmy like she's, she's so good so talented, and yeah. everyone just wants to be like huge boobs mm. like she, she's gorgeous <laughs> but like i'm like damn to have that overridden the fact that you're like out there acting your ass off every mm-hmm. week has to like suck yeah. you know so i like feel for her but she's just like yeah I, I agree fuck. she's so brave for just doing it like, yeah yeah uh, i can't imagine she's only like 23 like, yeah wait what she's so yeah young. she's only 23 but she's been in so much that, stuff she's been around forever she's been in like the handmaid's tale like yep if you've seen the vo- uh the voyeurs on amazon that's a fuck i need to watch good. that as well that movie is amazing Mm-hmm. Um, she was also in uh, White Lotus. Yeah, oh, White Lotus was wild. Speaking of shows, I gotta put you on. I know, I know. Speaking of shows, yeah. So, Joe, yeah, you were talking about being a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> And getting served up with sloppy steaks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking, I think you I used be. to be a piece of shit. <laughs> I used to be a I piece changed. Of shit. You think that baby knows I got I, I got to put you on that one, shit. too. What? I, it's I, I think you should leave. 
Dude, it's I, the show. I just, I just watched BattleBots, bro. I really <laughs> For the last ten minutes, I don't know anything you guys. Been yeah. I just watch BattleBots. I'm so sorry. That's um, yeah. Okay, first of all, BattleBots is one of my favorite things to do when I'm high as yeah, fuck. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> smoke <laughs> a fat blunt and then just watch tiny robots rip each other to shreds. I don't like how much not robot fighting there is in the show. Like, <laughs> I wish there was just more robot fighting. Yeah. And also, like, how do you build that shit? Like carefully, I, I just can't imagine yeah. like people literally sitting down and building and it. being like, all right, so I spent like a hundred hours on this so that I can like, go fuck it, it up. Yeah. <laughs> but no, there's, there's actually a dope YouTube channel called BattleBots raw that edits the episodes down to just be the combat. <laughs> and like, that bots. is, that's like a legit smoke playlist for me. Like I will smoke <laughs> and just watch robots rip each other to shreds for hours. Oh God. I, I'm totally game to go do that with you. I definitely want to, because you just, he just got a projector screen. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> so he's like playing video games on like a, on, fucking, wall. on a wall. Yeah. That's I got sick. it for my first day. I'm like, this TV, this tiny TV about this big, I ain't going to cut it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now the whole wall is my TV. It's, oh, it's amazing. That's amazing. I honestly oh, love it. Yeah. TVs can never be big enough. Right? Never. Let's go. What? But yeah, no, we, we both love, I think you should leave. I think that's one of the funniest shows being aired right now. I think Tim Robinson is a genius. Oh yeah. You, well, he yeah. I've it was so funny because I first watched that show like the second the first season came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was freshman year, and I was showing everybody. No one fucking liked it. Yeah. Except oh, for that's me. real. My my girlfriend my hates the show. She thinks it's so weird. And I'm just like, this is literally the perfect encapsulation of my sense of humor. <laughs> I, I showed my roommate. Keep in mind, my roommate is the kind of dude, day one we met, I turn, we turn all the lights off, we're going to bed, and this dude rolls over. His name was, well, his name is Tyrez. He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Tyrez, and he rolls over, and I don't even see him. It's so dark. I just hear, like, roughs rustling around. <laughs> And then he's just like, you want to talk about something weird? <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. I'm totally down to do that. And he's like, how do you feel about feet? Oof. I'm like, uh, I'm going to go back to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like too many paths that that conversation can take very quickly. <laughs> so uh, this, it's that kind of dude. And I showed him thinking out of everyone, it ha- he would loved it. Yeah. And he was like, I just, this is not my thing. Oh, and I showed other people, they hated it. But now season two came out and I showed my apartment roommates, the ones, the same ones that hated it mm-hmm. first season. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden everyone loves it now. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's, it's too funny. It's hilarious. It was so funny. Like the, the dichotomy between, you know, Krishan like releasing the one post that was like heartfelt <laughs> and genuine and then Joe is just like sloppy steaks. Yes, dude. <laughs> well, we like, we always do really like heartfelt stuff on our Instagram. We like, to, we really try to show everybody like the real us behind the lens. We try not to have like the rapper facade at all. And I was just like, I don't want to write another cutesy message. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna talk about your phonies. Hell yeah. I was like, do it. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I thought you weren't going to go for it. No, and then he was like, was no, like, that's bro, fucking that's hysterical. That's the shit that I want. that's that's it that's who we are (laughs) yeah i think it's so cool like just the way that you guys market and promote a lot of your stuff it's it's genuine like you guys have heartfelt stuff but you guys also 
know how to communicate like people. Like you're not just trying to push out an album. You're exactly. pushing out your heart and soul. Yeah. Oh, you know, you. we try. We Good try. God. What are you doing? <laughs> His laptop's about. He's setting up the projector, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah, just have Caleb do it. Wait, Thank Austin. You. Yes. How do you feel about feet? Uh, not a fan. What, what do you say about feet? Now, if Me you want somebody either, who especially hates them, I'm not like I'm not like opposed to like touching them or giving like my girlfriend like a foot massage, but I'm not like foot fetish. Thing. Suckle yeah. the toes, bro. We actually had oh, uh, a <laughs> oh, nibble no. the webbing between the toes, bro. Grab feet? your pinky toe and just like. If I could cut my <laughs> own feet off, I would. I fucking hate feet. Feet are so gross to me. See, what we were actually going to do, and Jay shot it down, I had an idea for coming back on the radio show. We were going to, there's a new app called Feet Finder. No. Oh, Wait, that's real? <laughs> so, so basically, it's like OnlyFans, but it's just for feet. Wait, this is a real thing or is some you made this, up? This is a real thing. Oof. Wow. So the idea, People so you basically sell it. your feet pics. Oh. People are just out here. And the idea hard. was going to be me and my girlfriend and him and his girlfriend at the time were going to do a competition and sell our feet pics and see who could make the most money. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's he shot it down. Right I'm like, dude, this would have been so- <laughs> But you don't know what he's people are into. He was so angry. He was like, I never won. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you never know. Like, maybe there's some people that like dirty feet. You don't oh, know. There definitely is that person. I just realized that every podcast we've ever been on, the concept of feet pictures has arisen on. Oh, true. So like, is there something about us? No, I think it's just feet. People love it. People just love and hate the feet. People want feet. People love to hate feet and hate to love it, you know? It's very divisive. <laughs> well, Mike, that's what I was going to say. My girlfriend, like, she... There you go. There it is. You got it going. Cool. <laughs> um, but no, anyway, so my girlfriend, she despises feet to the point where like it annoys me. <laughs> Damn. Like when we're laying on the couch or we're sitting on the couch, I can't even like cross my leg. Because if uh-huh. I cross my leg and her, my foot is in her general bubble, mm-hmm. it bothers her. I feel that. Really? I've gotten a lot better at it. Like, especially if there's socks on, you know, I can tolerate. I just can't, like, I can't pay too much attention to it. Yeah, when we lived together in college, I would see him getting visibly agitated if he could just see feet. <laughs> like, he would never say anything. Like, he wasn't, like, an asshole about it. But, like, if we were walking around the dorm with, like, no socks on, I could just Whoa. sense an energy disruption. And it's, like, so weird because even though I, like, hate them, I can't, like, not stare at them. <laughs> like, I'll fucking <laughs> just be, like, those people's fucking feet are out right there. Like, <laughs> and I'm just, like, fuck, are they at least nice? I'm, like, no, feet are never nice. It's crazy that you like the beach. Yeah. Well, at least the sand kind of covers it up. That's a sure. very yeah. odd follow-up question to ask. Like, are they nice? Yeah, dude. I, I'm like, damn. That, that would be like, my first response. If they're out, please be nice. I still don't want to touch them, but like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Clip them nails, you know? Do you want to know why people get turned on by feet? Why? So in your brain, you have like the different little sensors in your sensory lobe or whatever. Five little that connects to each part of the body part. 
So the body parts that we should be attracted to, like, you know, the, the mammaries or the genitalia. <laughs> I, I fucking hate when you call them <laughs> the mammaglands. Right. Mammaglands. Anyways. Mammograms. Uh, yeah. Uh, sometimes when people are born, the, the wires get switched a little bit. So instead of being connected to genitalia, it'll be like smitched like a little to the left or right. And it'll hit the feet section. That's why people are generally attracted to feet because huh. they're broken. Are you are you guys attracted to any weird body parts? Not like weird, but just like body non-conventional parts. thighs. I don't think that's weird. Thighs. I like them. Thighs. No, that's what about perfect. what about them specifically? What type of thighs do you like? You, listen, you're putting yourself on blast. I'm not I'm helping. Not weird. Don't be. Don't feel like weird thighs. about it. Everyone has something that's like not conventional that they like about a human body. I don't even think thighs are that unconventional. But that nothing really is. Yeah, you know? that's true. Like, Nobody ever talks about body. We all got the same shit. I think like the only unconventional thing would be like insides. Like if someone's like, I love guts. Oh God. Like that's <laughs> fucked up. That's scary. That's I love the right, right. That's some Dexter shit. And that's unconventional. Everything else is like, it's fine. But like, wait, yeah, what, I feel what, like what type of thighs, what, what type of thighs are you into? <laughs> Woman's. Well, yeah. I, I love assume. thick ass thighs. Like there you go. thunder Same. thighs. Like that is the vibe. Like there is no such thing as a thigh too thick for me. Like, for real. <laughs> That's, a, That's a good motto to have. I told you last night, down is a sickness. Yeah, bro. Right? <laughs> bro, thick No, I don't think I'm really... I don't think I have anything weird. I'm more of like... I'm an ass guy. Thighs. You got both. That's fantastic. I think the only thing that's that's odd is that... Well, other people consider odd is that... I'm not bi or gay, but I like fully can appreciate someone else's like attractiveness. Hey, that's, that's just that's idea. just secure. That's right. not even. I weird. know, like no one, everyone thinks it's weird. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, that's so gay. I'm like, okay, no. yeah, fine. exactly. Even okay, it is, it's like, just whatever. like you know that like, like other people are hot, whether they're the same sex or not. Like, yeah, I'm fully completely gay, and I'm like, bro, like I can tell you that that fucking woman over there is fucking sexy as shit and if i could <laughs> right. get it up for her i still probably wouldn't but it's just but, not in the cards you know that's just not how it no works. i there's there's tons of guys that i think are like super hot just don't have the desire to fuck them and if the day ever comes where i do meet a guy that i think is hot enough to fuck if i'm single i would like do it like i'm fine i mean i don't plan on being single i'm very happy with my girlfriend but like i don't have the <laughs> mental block there you know what i mean like yeah. i don't feel weird about the line between admiring beauty and attraction. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Right. And like, for me, it's not like, again, I was raised in a very like progressive household. Mm -hmm. I live with my great grandma. She was, when she passed away, she was in like 93, but she had gay friends. She had friends of all races. I mean, she was, she raised me to be like, anything's fine. Hell yeah. Fuck with everybody. Not her words. Exactly. But, <laughs> you know, but it was her sentiment. Like, it was the sentiment. <laughs> yeah. Never have I like said something about another guy's appearance and been like, Oh no, gay. gay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like <laughs> fleet the thoughts, fleet the thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, do you guys you know, I think that's the only thing that people would can like people that I know would consider like odd when she really shouldn't be. And I think the only other thing that's odd, and I've never said this before, Ooh. you don't know this, oh, but shit. the only thing that I think is odd is I really appreciate my own ass. 
Hey, hell yeah. Can we hey. can we take a look? I, oh my goodness, that's so <laughs> no, come on. Stand up. Let's take a look at that ass. Come on. So before <laughs> no, yeah, yo, <laughs> too much. Too Back much. in the day it was awesome. <laughs> now it's not as much. <laughs> Back in the that's day. Was, no, man. Dude, after when COVID hit, that was the worst. <laughs> when, when COVID hit, so just a little plot line of my life. I had gotten turned down many times by women. And so I was like, maybe there needs to be a change. And it, it was more so wasn't even a body that I had that I was like, I can't find a girlfriend because I could have. Right. It was just, I was, I just didn't like what I saw just for myself. Mm-hmm. So I really like put my nose to the grindstone. I ended up starting with like a hundred crunches and I ended up doing like, <laughs> 1200 a day oh my god oh, shit, dude. and then i it ended up being i would do 1200 after every meal oh my god that's like <laughs> christian bale level shit yeah right so then i i dropped 30 40 pounds i was 195 or 200 it was 200 and i ended up being at at my lightest i was 170 wow, wow. and now i'm 220 <laughs> COVID did it to everybody, Dude, man. Yeah. So then that happened. But when I was working out, when I was, I was, my friends hated it because they would be like, "Are you free to do stuff?" I'm like, "Nah, man. I'd be in the gym for like five hours." Oh, oh man, that's dedication. Yeah, that's- I was just done. I was ready to make a change, and I got an ass because of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you like say that oh, that's? <laughs> would you, you say? Would you like say that that was kind of like? Like thinking back, like, did you feel like you were overdoing it or was it just like, that's just what you wanted to do at the time? Looking back, like looking back now, I probably was overdoing it. But at the time, I definitely didn't think that was, Mm -hmm. I was overdoing it, especially because my friends didn't really understand because none of them, except for one of them. And he never, he never really said shit about it, Mm -hmm. but none of them were quote unquote fat. Right. Like they were all just. They always did sports. Mm-hmm. I tried doing sports. I was bad at all of them. Oh, <laughs> so couldn't lose weight that way. And you can't lose weight uh, doing talky talk, saney sane. <laughs> like, so I think, I don't think I was going over the, too over the top. I just think they hated that they didn't see me as much. Right. Just yeah. because I was really dedicated to it. But I mean, I was free for a lot of time. It just was, I worked at a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And they had the worst fucking shifts. <laughs> It'd be like eight to five. Oh, and I would get off at five, go to the gym for like a couple of hours. And yeah. then I'd be ready. They'd be like, are you coming over drinking? I'd be like, I guess. <laughs> and I'd leave the gym at 10 o'clock at night. But my family was would always be pissed. Because they're like, well, you're not... Uh, they're like, you're not coming home tonight? I'm like, no. They're like, we made... <laughs> I'll never forget this one. We made pot roast. <laughs> like, it's not in my diet. A chicken yeah. and eggs. That was another thing. That's all I ate was yeah. chicken, eggs, and occasionally I would have red meat. Right. Oh, shit. Damn. I'm yeah. Gonna... I went all out. Like I, I wasn't even, I didn't even enjoy the chicken. <laughs> chicken, chicken is really hard to eat consistently. Like it, it becomes so bland so fast. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know how to cook. Yeah, that was that problem. I'm doing. So it was like, I would just slap some oil on chicken, put it in the oven Get some ranch, eat it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Jay's actually like a chef, so that really bugs him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That hurts my heart and my gut. <laughs> but no, so 
I kind of want to go back to Victory Lap okay. because I really like the promo work that you guys had done for that. So kind of talk a little bit about the, I guess, production process of that. Because it was really cool to see because it had so much quality, but it was it was simple. Yeah, it you was had cool. like one location or like about two locations. Hell yeah. Um, take it off. Yeah, I feel like we we actually came up with the concept a while ago. Victory Lab was a song we were sitting on for a little bit. Um, and so we actually did film the music video once, and it just didn't really come out the way that we wanted to. So after some time and really like planning more, we went back and reshot it, and that's the video that we uploaded. Um, but the the I'm trying to think of like when we came up with the concept. We knew we wanted it to be like... Like, uh, like a running, like on a track yeah, situation, yeah. and we had to add our weird spin on it, it. Yeah. So like, I and I think that was what stopped us from releasing it the first time is the opening scene where we're kind of like floating on the track. Um, the first time we shot that, we actually made the dolly that we were on like by hand. Mm -hmm. Like we went and we got like furniture dollies and plywood, and we had. Uh, we had my girlfriend and the DP's girlfriend actually literally like pulling, like us. pulling this with like rope wrapped around their body, <laughs> like real ones. That's the syndicate. Right yeah, there. that's the syndicate. <laughs> um, but because we had made the dolly ourselves, it just wasn't smooth enough. Mm -hmm. And that really just didn't work for us. And we were like, we could put it out, but we'd really rather like retool it. And then to be honest, it just kind of fell by the wayside. Don't Trip came out and we were like, all right, we can never let there be another gap where so much time goes by without music being released. So we're like, Victory Lap has to come out while we're finishing up Grind Time Live. And we called up our buddy who actually went to school with us. He knows your buddy, TJ. Yeah, Brian Murphy, right? Yeah, Brian Murphy. And Brian is out there doing awesome stuff on all these Netflix shows and like mm -hmm. absolutely killing the game. Exactly. And we were like, Brian, we want to redo it. And he was like, say less, I'll be out there. And he like flew down. <laughs> he stuffed his Steadicam rig, which is like this absolutely massive piece of film equipment into one suitcase. And he flew <laughs> down here with basically just a suitcase that had a camera in it. Mm -hmm. And we we really tried to elevate every aspect of it. Like we rented real dollies from a local production house. We had gear. We brought in some assistance for Brian to work with him. And we also retooled the story a little bit. Originally, everything took place inside the track. Yeah. And so when we retooled it, we added the church location. We added a couple different locations outside of the track. And for me, that made it feel a lot more like alive. Yeah, it did. It definitely like just switched it up and changed the whole visual aspect, I think. And I think it also showed people like, okay, this has a little bit more production value. Like they went mm. they went to multiple locations, they got some stuff. So. Oh yeah, and it's our first music video. Yeah. Like I'm very proud of it. Like, uh, You yeah. should be, no, it is. Really good. It is really cool. Yeah, thank thank you. you. I mean, so you said the dolly, that was for the track part? Mm. Yeah, so the opening scene where it's like the TV and it floats over to us. We're like standing on a dolly that's being pulled and like just the steady cam is just following that dolly like that. I, I have so many people who are like asking just like, how'd you do that? Like they were really? like, oh, that was like green That screen, was my right? first thought. Like so, someone asked me if it was green Damn, screen. should we have just done green screen? No. It was easier. Practical, baby. <laughs> uh, All practical. That's the way to go. <laughs> and we, we ran into so many problems with that. Like when oh, we yeah. were shooting, we had two days for, the, we shot the entire thing in two days. 
and it's Florida, so the rain is constantly fluctuating. Mm-hmm. And it rained both days that we were trying to do the dolly shot, which oh, was yeah. like really it hard. Was rough. It's like everyone was scrambling to just get it done. Brian was like trying to hit all these very specific marks for focus and blocking. And we're just watching storm clouds roll in. And we were like, uh, like we're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. But we made it work. Yeah, we did. We did, we did. Wow. No, like it definitely came out to be a really quality video. And it's crazy now hearing about the behind the scenes that that was really just all fucking practical stuff. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the idea of doing practical. I know that it's way easier to do CGI these days, but there's just something about like the tangibility mm-hmm. of like, even if they're not as good as CGI effects would be, yeah. there's a reason that like Jurassic Park is so charming. And it's because half of that stuff mm-hmm. is real practical effects. And it just has this like. Je ne sais quoi. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, if there's the one Jewish. thing that uh, me and Jay really appreciate, especially because we look into a lot of like horror movie practical effects. Oh, uh-huh. So uh, there's one YouTube. I don't know if you watch. Do you watch Dead Meat? No. There's a YouTube channel and he kind of like it's called Kill Count. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, kill count. Yeah, so he went from just talking about all the kills in horror movies, mm-hmm. but now he, like, will do it and also describe all the behind-the-scenes production. Oh, dope. So all the practical effects, like, you find out that, like, something that looked like CGI was actually a whole body that was made to explode on set. Oh, and, I mean, it's cool. crazy yeah. stuff like that. Plus, it, it probably – you guys probably have that mindset, too, because you both are – like entertainment. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. the way you guys look at it, it's like practical is the way to go, baby. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we come yeah. from the film life. Yeah. So going back to you guys coming from film, what do you think was the weirdest thing you've ever had to shoot or be a part of? <laughs> <laughs> you start. Oh God. Um, the weirdest thing. There must be plenty, because if you laugh... I just <laughs> thought about something that never truly came to fruition. <laughs> but Joe, Joe can elaborate on that. Um, so I was in between jobs a couple <laughs> years back. Um, can't believe we're putting this on public record. <laughs> uh, I was in between jobs a couple years back before I was really established as a freelancer. And I was getting pretty desperate for money. So I started combing through Craigslist ads. And long story oh short... I found myself as the editor for porn for about I knew that's where it was going. <laughs> and after a while, the producer hit me up and was like, hey, you're actually not too far from where we film. Would you come and shoot some of the porn? <laughs> and I was like, let's talk money. What are we talking? And the rates are... <laughs> to this day, editing porn is pound for pound the most profitable thing I've ever done. For the amount of time I put versus what I got paid... Like it was crazy. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll do it. And I was nervous. Cause like, I'd never met this guy. I didn't know what was going on. Karsh had just moved here. Yeah. So I was like, yo, look, I need you to not be weird about this, but I got this opportunity. I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go shoot some porn. Will you come with me? And I'll just play it. Like you're my <laughs> camera assistant. So that this guy doesn't like fucking murder me. And then at the end of the day, I'll just throw you some money for it. And he was like, yeah, let's go. Right? And we okay. like, had a time set up, like all of it was going to go. And then the last minute, the guy was like, oh yeah, by the way, like you have your own camera, sound system, lights, and like all your film gear, right? 
And I was what? like, dude, I'm 22. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like, and he was like, also, oh, that's, well, then that's I'm going like to have to find a whole production else. company. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, You're, I'm a kid you found on Craigslist. Like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it didn't come to fruition and we never went and shot porn. Okay, so it's not like you got there and he no. was like, where's all your stuff? No, it was like three days before. He was like, just making sure you have like X, Y, Z, right? And I was like, Jesus that was Christ. never part of it. As you can imagine, the uh, the amateur porn industry <laughs> is not super professional. So nope. after doing that for a little bit, I was like, yeah, I don't love this. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna bounce out. Also, what kind of fucking porn company are you trying to do if you don't have literally anything, anything right? <laughs> I just have people so to sketchy. fuck. I guess the previous shooter had like the equipment and then when they left, they took it with them. So they were like looking for someone <laughs> to replace that. But like, that was not me. Wow. Not it. Well, good thing. Cause now you guys are a uh, Orlando rap duo instead of an Orlando porn, <laughs> Orlando porn shooter. I'm like, Hey, it could be both. You know? I'm like, if the money is right, there's very few things I won't do. <laughs> <laughs> so true. We should be porn editors, porn reviewers. I feel like I could make a quality like porn. I feel like not in it, not in it. I feel like <laughs> I would. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would do a solid job. Like honestly, this this is really weird, but it it's a pet peeve of mine that whenever I've watched porn. It bothers me how low quality it is. Yeah, I feel that. I'm too. like, I want something with a little plot. Like, exactly. It's not even plot. It's just the way it's shot. It's oh, like yeah. average pizza. The guy. I got your pizza right here. No, there. <laughs> it's like the shaky quality, like when it's like shaking and like. Yeah, blurry. it's like it's like, bro. I want to see what's happening. It's also like, what are you <laughs> shooting shot. on? Just, exactly. Yeah. Well, there was one, like, and I'll have. I, I, I'm, I was about to say I'll have to find it, but no one should see it. Seventy-four <laughs> taste and porn. There, <laughs> there was one that was like high fucking quality like sex scene out of a movie Movie. and i was like man i wish all of these were shot like this right right but like no there was one that when i was like 12 or 13 there was one that was on stars and or no it was cinemax it was cinemax and (laughs) i was like sneakily like buying a movie from cinemax even though my grandparents got the bill. So I bought this movie and it was the dumbest plot ever. It was like this scientist and this woman and he gave her an invisible like potion and she could like do whatever she wanted invisible. And she would just go to her ex's houses and like try to fuck with them. But then when the potion wore off, she would be naked and then sex (laughs) really weird. That's a vibe. Low quality. You see me. Right, <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, literally. But no, that's crazy that you actually had the opportunity to shoot a porn. I know. Oh. I wish I you know what? I wish it worked out because I wanted that money. It was a lot. Was like, I feel like that how much was it? I think it was like three or four grand for like a couple hours of work. That would be pretty good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Dude, we're I do, do, miss, we're in the wrong I do business. miss that that never happened. Mm-hmm. We're finding our business. Yeah, <laughs> like this episode never even airs because they become pornographers. <laughs> Do you guys like, so what was, did you like know prior what kind of porn it would be? 
No, like it was different every time too. They'd just like send me new content and they'd be like, <laughs> cut this. And I'd be like, all right. And I would and send it back and then they'd send me money. And it was like <laughs> yeah. shady too. Like it always came through like PayPal. There was never a paycheck or anything. I was like, I don't want to know who it's coming from or where it's coming from. I just want to put it in my bank account. Right. <laughs> that was what I was, I did a lot of social media marketing for my, for a record label. And he would just be like, can you do this for this week? And I'll give you like 150. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. And I'll do that. And it was just like, can you, can you set up a Spotify page? And I'll give you 50 bucks. That that works. <laughs> I'll do that. Oh yeah. It's like a la carte services. You're just like, yeah, throw me some money. Yeah. It really makes you like wonder how, like it's crazy how in demand those kind of services are to the point where people don't want to just like look up a five minute video on oh on like YouTube or how to set up a Spotify like for artists. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And instead they're like, I'll just give you fifty bucks, you do it. I'm like, dude, this is like a five minute process. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take that long. Mm-hmm. But no, so going back to I wanted to talk about more about Don't Trip. Oh yeah. So one of my favorite songs from the album, because I wanted to kind of know who the voice is in the beginning. So for WPTR, uh-huh. who's the voice in the very beginning? <laughs> that's that's C. The ringer, man. The no way. Wow. Yeah, the announcer. In have you, this have you thought about? Yeah, yeah man. I did it. <laughs> and have it, you thought took... about doing voice acting? Because that's pretty completely I've, I've different. I've actually done a few voiceovers. I took like voiceover lessons when I was young, and I've done a couple. Oh, yeah, you did like a, quite a few videos, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think one of them won an award too, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool. It took me a little while to convince C to actually do that <laughs> um, because he was like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. It's like, it's- I was just worried. That I was like, damn, I don't want it to come off like too cheesy, you know, or at least yeah. if it sounds like me, like at least let it be someone else. Yeah. But yeah. we got to the crunch time and it was like, all right, fuck it. I just do it. And I like love how it came out. Yeah, so. me too. You know, that's the one that's especially on my playlist and I was, I played it in the car and my girlfriend was driving with us and she was like bobbing around to it. And she's like, what is this? Yeah. This is, these are people we're interviewing this weekend. Hell yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But what, did you have anything? I mean, going off of that, I think mm-hmm. your vocal ranges are really cool. There's the one oh, yeah, uh, the song that I was listening to and I, I just couldn't tell who was rapping. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it was you, Joe, that you were rapping. You got the computer up. I don't know what song it was. It was from the SoundCloud. Okay. I don't know. Like your flows, you just... Switch it up so fast, like I, I was expected. It was like a whole bunch ten different people rapping on the same day. It's crazy. Yeah, that that's actually something I'm trying to focus on right now. Is like when I do write, I have a tendency to feel like I can never stick with a flow for more than a couple of bars. I'll do like four lines, and I'll be like, "All right, now switch it," and now switch it. And I'm like, "No." Sometimes, like some of my favorite songs are an artist hitting a pocket for mm-hmm. like three minutes, same flow. Like even, even like, like uh, Mahogany by Lil Wayne, right? Mm. Which is just like a crazy flow is really him doing essentially the same pattern mm. for like three minutes. And that's kind of what makes it dope is his mm. ability to ride and find new things to talk about. So in this newer material we're doing, I'm really trying to focus on actually not switching as much and allowing myself to ride flows for longer and see what I could do with that. that that's one of my favorite parts about recording is when you have that like, you're just riding it and it can be kind of that same consistency. And uh-huh. It's just like you're hitting it. So it's like each line sounds it's, like It sounds dope and you don't yeah. have to think of a new flow. Oh, yeah. 
that's really cool because i i was always because i don't it was definitely on the uh soundcloud one i think it was shit we had a uh, street fighter one the first no, one, the intro Res- that wasn't resolution is the, the one with like the german that's the one yep intro. yeah that was the one hell yeah we still don't I mean, know what that intro is. Yeah, we still have no idea what they're saying in that intro. We were just like, yeah, this is cool. This is fucking weird. I really hope it's not <laughs> anything offensive. Yeah, like honestly. Anybody, <laughs> yeah, I was... anyone listening who speaks, what is it, German? I, th- I, th- I, don't even know. German. I think it's Maybe German. it's German. Listen to resolutions on SoundCloud, C4 Day. Please Let translate. No, translate for us. This is like a grocery list or something. <laughs> Honestly, that'd be fine. That'd the be last dope. thing I need is for it to be something like wildly, wildly inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> no, because we were laughing because we wanted to look through the whole SoundCloud album again. And we were sitting here and I guess we had missed that one. And so we clicked on it and we're listening. And Jay's just like, what's going on? I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we got like the wrong people. Like, this is their name, but that's not. Any, that's, <laughs> that's not, not either one of them mm-hmm. right and i was like it's got to be them i mean it's spelled the exact same way right right but still i mean it actually sees uh voice acting hey, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah sounded like English <laughs> but no it was so funny because uh we've had uh, i think the one guy because it's such a unique thing to put in a song is like just a random fucking german dude mm-hmm. <laughs> but we had this one artist that was a rapper okay he was a rapper and he was an opera singer. Oh, wow. Oh, that's and cool. he combined the two. That's yeah, sick. That's a vibe. Yeah, it's that's classical what I mean. like, it's Stuff like that that I just, I want to see more experimenting. Like there's, right. there's like the popular rap that I can't get behind as much anymore because I've listened to so much like experimental stuff with like Neo Soul or, you know, a lot of the stuff you guys do. Uh-huh. It's just, brings a whole different flavor into the whole genre itself. Right. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I wanted to mention too was you guys had a really cool post that you had put on your Instagram about just kind of coming up from all sorts of failures, oh, all yeah. sorts of the things that you've had to come back from. Mm-hmm. One of those things was a performance. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about yeah. it. Like you want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to make you guys cringe. I'm, I just, I, I just wanted to know because I was like, well, I couldn't, couldn't have been that bad. It you was, want me to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, that's all. You all right, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it brief because it's still a little touchy. Um, so essentially, early on, we were trying to just find more platforms to perform on because we've been rapping together for a while, but we didn't perform live until relatively recently. So we wound up signing up for what we thought was a showcase by a local like on-air personality um and when we got there to perform it it wasn't run great it was like it started really late it was definitely overbooked so right away we were facing some challenges and then when we actually started seeing them do it we realized that it was like a live judging in the sense that they gave everyone in the crowd a sign that was like red or green and they would actively while you were performing hold up whether they thought you were doing well or poorly like the Apollo. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> what in the fuck? Yeah, and then whatever the majority was was the consensus. Like, did you pass or did you fail? That was not mentioned before we signed up for the event. So we were already right. a little bit on our toes. But we also have like a really loyal fan base. It's small, 
but it's very loyal. So we brought hands down the most people out of any performer in the room. I think we were like damn near 30 deep mm -hmm. in this relatively small venue. So we were like, we knew we would pass because we had our people there. And then they had some judges that were like industry judges. And these dudes were just going in and like drinking and smoking like right there and getting more and more fucked up. And we were like pushed to be like the second to last performer. So by the time we actually got on stage, we were <laughs> faced with like people that were super, super turnt. And all night they'd been giving really great feedback, like even for acts that like weren't doing so great. I'll never forget. There was this group that went up and like, they didn't even perform. They just literally lip synced to their actual <laughs> track. And the judges were like, yo, they gave them like, they gave them thoughtful feedback. They mm. did. And they were like, yo, you got to really like focus on this, like explain to them what a studio track was. If you do want to rap with your vocals, drop them. So we get up there. Wow, and that's also just odd. Exactly. Yeah, like, it is. It was weird. Looking to get criticized. <laughs> like, um, and so we got up there and like we did our performance, did like three song set, and we did it with no backtrack, so complete live performance, just us. And could it have been tighter? Yeah, probably. Definitely wasn't the worst performance of the night. And one judge in particular was like super turnt, like super fucked up, and just tore into us oh, yeah. and was like this is embarrassing. Like I wouldn't do this on stage. Like when I like, asked some of the people we brought, cause they had like the signs up, like they would keep going and they were like, Oh, like y'all like this. Like, yeah. She was like, do you actually like, like this? Or are you just their friends? And, and the people, the like, people there for us were like dope and like clap back. Mm -hmm. But it was like, all right, the dudes who lip synced like Millie Vanilli got a pass and we're here and right. you're just like, just berating us. Yeah, dude. It was so uncomfortable. And we like left and I like, I like legit wanted to cry. I had yeah. never been so embarrassed. I really, that was like a real big crossroads for us. Cause I was like, damn, like, I don't think I want to fucking do this anymore. Like, yeah, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. But it, you and then know, we I mean, came back have and, like, we couldn't stay away. Ultimately yeah. we like knew we wanted to make music. And also that was just a poorly done event because we've never encountered yep. anything like that mm. ever since. I've never heard of something like that. Right. Yeah, it was crazy. It was wild. That's so weird. I've never heard of a venue that reviews your performance live. Mm -hmm. right. I mean, we've done showcases before where there are judges and there's ultimately a winner and they get like a prize package and stuff. But like, I'd never seen something that was that like aggressive, yeah. I guess. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah, because that was not what I expected. I was just thinking you guys had like, it was just like a rough show due to like the crowd just not being there. But there are so uh, many factors that yeah, weren't even right. your yeah, guys' no, fault. it was whack. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Yeah. But no, I'm, I mean, I'm glad you guys rose above that because, I mean, you ended up putting out some of the best shit <laughs> <laughs> thank following you. that. Yeah, thank you. That's really kind. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, it makes you really know that all the work that you put into stuff it's worth it because mm. you didn't give up and now you're, I mean, victory laps already way up there in streams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've been really, really like overwhelmed by the response that we've gotten it's for wild. that. So. It's truly wild. Oh yeah. Also, I wanted to ask too. So we were looking on your guys's page and you guys have matching tattoos as well. Yeah, oh, yeah we bro. actually do. Fucking right there, <laughs> That's see. so cool. <laughs> it's a, it's something we had talked about for a long time. And uh, I, I have other tattoos. Uh, Karsh did not at the time. Mm -hmm. And we'd always talked about it. We'd be like, that would be like dope to do. 
And then one day we were just fucked up downtown. <laughs> we were at Pride. Oh yeah, we were. It was Pride. The, Orlando has an awesome Pride parade. Oh yeah. And we we were like chilling there all day and we were fucked up. And I think it was you. You were like, should we get the tattoos? And I was like, fuck yeah. And we literally walked into a bar that is also a tattoo shop. It's cool. It's, mm-hmm. it's not as sketchy as it sounds. And we got the tattoos right, right yeah. then and there. It was crazy because that was my first tattoo. And I would like <laughs> shit on anyone before that who's like, oh, well, you get matching tattoos. Like, same. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, that's thing, a thing that like lovers do. And they fucking <laughs> break up like two years later. And like this one day, we're just fucking feeling it and we were vibing and we were like, yo, let's just fucking do it. Yeah. Like, and I mean, no regrets. The, the way I look at it, we, we talked about it extensively too, is mm-hmm. like, well, like, if the music never goes anywhere and this is on your skin forever, will you regret it? And for me, I'm like, no, because even if nothing happens, even if Grind Time Live comes out and it flops and we never make another piece of music again, this is going to be representative of this awesome part of my life where I got to make some of the art that I am most proud of with my best friend. And like the memories alone that have already happened Mm -hmm. through the music has made it like worth it 10 times. Yeah. And then if we blow up, it's like, yo, told you motherfuckers from the beginning. Exactly. Like, it's been here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of what Victory Lap's all about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's the whole point is it's like, and what's even, I feel like it's even better because Victory Lap has streamed so fucking high. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you already were like, like the fucking Simpsons, just anticipating it and predicting it happening. Hell yeah. But, they have the one post where it says, put this up if you think we're going to blow up uh, at your own risk. <laughs> Whoa, how did you find that? That's old. Yeah, that's way old. We do our research. Yeah, we did our research. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah we, look, we look deep into... I remember uh, the first guest we ever had, super nervous about it. We looked into... I was in bed. My girlfriend got fucked up. She did something. She was like drunk or something because uh-huh. she wasn't in bed as well. I think she just got fucked up and passed out on the couch. Actually, no, she just fell asleep on the couch like she does. <laughs> So I was in bed and I just had my headphones on and this guy had like two or three albums out and I just listened to everything twice for like, I think it probably took about two or three hours to go through everything. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm ready. And I went to bed. And then that's when I also looked on his social medias, Mm -hmm. found his TikTok. Right. And then that became the main point of us talking about because he had some weird shit on his TikTok. (laughs) Right. Right. But um, no, it was funny because I was talking to my dad about interviewing you guys and I I sent him the picture of your guys's like uh magic tattoos. Uh-huh. And he was like, that's cool. When are we getting ours? And I was like, my dad, my dad for almost a year or two has wanted to get matching tattoos. Uh-huh. Cause he's a really interesting dude. His plan is with everything I do production wise, I'm not going to stay in Severna park, Maryland. Mm-hmm. It's just not happening. Right. So I'm probably going to be going all over. So when, he says when he like moves, when I move out of the state, he's going to move out of the country to Japan. Oh, dope. oh wow. Good for him. And so he wants to get a tattoo before that happens. Oh, that's cool. Oh man. Well, I didn't mean, is, we didn't mean to add any pressure to it, you know? <laughs> right, right. The problem is though, his tattoo ideas aren't great. <laughs> like he wants to get, he keeps calling us this name and I think it's funny. I think it's awesome, but it's not a tattoo for me, but he calls us wink ink <laughs> and I, you guys, if you don't know my name 
all throughout high school was some variation of Wink uh-huh. <laughs> based off of my last name, Winkler. Right, uh-huh. right. So I would get called Big Wink. I would get called Wink, all sorts of stuff. And I ended up like hating being called any variation of Wink. So like Wink Ink is just not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, like my whole like artist name is Vincent Gray because I don't like my real name. Uh, <laughs> right, right. So uh, I was like, I just don't want to do that. I want to get away from Wink Ink. He's like, No, it's hardcore. It's badass. It'll be <laughs> just as good as that. As like referring to your guys' tattoos, I'm like, Dad, no, <laughs> that's not it. Right. It's not the right tattoo for us. <laughs> but no, it's really cool that you guys have that because when are we getting ours? Hey, oh, <laughs> we don't have a logo. We just, I mean, we just have our faces. Just have our faces. Yeah, just get yeah, each other's faces. faces. Yeah, dude. She did good, though. I, I found a, an artist on Fiverr and I knew it was a risky bet to do, but we ended up getting our logo and our logos. I love I our love logo. logo. I sent her a picture of just, it was a photo I took and it's on our Instagram page. We were trying to replicate Titanic. Uh huh. Like the scene where like I'm. I'm like, looking uh, this up. He's holding Rose and she, mm-hmm. on the bow. She's just out I, like that. I was, yeah, I was Rose. He was Rose. Long hair, beautiful. And <laughs> it was hard because I was taking the photo, so I had to like, <laughs> hit the timer, and then be, I'd be like, "Quick, get in position." <laughs> he would go like this, and then I'd have to get behind him and like hug him. So I, it was, oh, dude, it came out so well. Oh, it was such yeah. a good Actually, photo. I it read, so good. It, we're looking at it right up. now. It reads. It looks like Titanic. Right, it's beautiful. Like we we probably had to retake that like fuck like twenty we had times. To do a different a bunch of different locations because we did it on top of our parking garage. Mm-hmm. Are we just from like left side to right mm-hmm. side? The sun's over here now, so we have to do it here. Uh-huh. Right. I was like I I and we had to do it fast because if we had it go away, we had we couldn't have the sun go down and then yeah. and we were right right. So then I my vision too was there can't be anything. It has to be all sun. Has to be all sun and maybe trees. That's fine. <laughs> right. And we did it. And so then I sent her that photo mm-hmm. and she made a logo of our faces with the right, title right. of the show. But I think cool. that's a clear tattoo idea. Right. <laughs> I'm not getting our faces. <laughs> do it. No, I couldn't. I don't think I could get a portrait. Nicole, Nicole, my girlfriend, like, is obsessed with tattoos. Uh-huh. And she wants to, me to get one desperately. And I also want to get one, but I also want to be in the shape that I can show it off properly. Yeah. What shape is that? Oh, your body shape. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Shape no. A circle, a square. No, and I'm so upset because I was in the shape, the right shape to do it. Like I had like a solid chest and I was going to get something like here. Yeah. But now I got titties and now, hey, <laughs> now I'm not showing the, off anything the on titties, that. Bro. Yeah. Titties. Movies for life. <laughs> Sydney Sweeney over here. Battlebox, <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah, <laughs> I just I watched Battle Pass. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so uh, what What else? I meant to... So I wanted to talk too, because Joe, you came from... You had been working for Disney yeah. forever, right? Yeah. How was that whole process? What do you mean? like? So just like starting... Because you said you started from the Disney program, right? Uh, yeah, so I, w- I was a college intern for, the, uh, for Disney... Um, and then I moved to their broadcast division. I was there for about five years uh, where I worked my way up to a production manager. And then when COVID hit, things got a little funky with the way that they were hiring outside vendors because I was never technically a, uh, a full-time employee. Um, and that really pushed me to go find work outside of that bubble. And that's actually how I ended up on the reality show that I'm working now. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. 
it was a great experience. I learned so much. I mean, I like all of my mentors came from there and the people I still keep in touch with now. It's actually one of my mentors is who we're going to Hawaii with. Mm-hmm. And it was a great, it was a great time. It's, it's challenging because it's just so many different layers of doing both production and trying to exist in a theme park at the same time. But it's a, it's a, it's a quick way to get forged in the fire and be like, all right, you got to have your shit together. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Are you guys excited for Hawaii? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to go back. Fuck yeah. Have either... Oh, so you've been before. Yeah, Yeah, we've we've done this show like, what, three times now? Yeah. This will be our our fourth time going. Yeah. So was your guys' first time going, was you guys on business together? Yeah. Yeah. So I I think I did it once without you, right? No. No? We went... First time together? Same time. Same time. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, yeah. Damn. But yeah, no, I'm super excited to be back. I love Hawaii. Sorry, no, you're good. <laughs> the, the CPU overloaded. So I had to. No, no you're good. Yeah, my cousin moved to Hawaii. He he did. Uh, so he worked at an aquarium. My cousin uh-huh. said, like, yeah, I love sharks and dolphins, dude. I'm like, that's really neat. I didn't know where was, this was going. Mm-hmm. Then like a couple <laughs> months later, he said, yeah, I moved to Hawaii to oh, Hawaii. Yeah. And now he's like doing marine biology or whatever like that. And oh, uh, that's cool. He's a shark diver person. Like he got certified. So now that's he just insane. hangs out with sharks and dolphins. That's he says good beautiful, for him. Not, right? Yeah, chasing his dream. Yeah, like his dream job in Hawaii. Like it doesn't really get much better than mm-hmm. that. No, like that was that's like why I'm worried for my dad because my dad's just a mailman and he's just like, yeah, he just delivers mail. And he's like, I want to move to Japan. I'm like, yeah. they got mail know, there. Like they got mail. Yeah, I'm just like, that's a language you got to learn too. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'll do it. I'm like, does he? Fucking, you go do that. (laughs) Yeah, like mailmen don't have to talk to people. Well, he's got. It's nice if they can. He's got to have a whole. We got read though. Yeah, no, it's like it's like there's more more to it than mail. Piece of paper. Ah, looks good. It goes in the red house. (laughs) About you. Yeah, here's the mail. (laughs) No, he was just like, I'll, I'll. He was like, it was a real conversation we had. He was like, I'll pick it up. Like I was like, the language. He was like, yeah. I'm like. All right, it, that's a solid plan. That's a good plan you got going. I don't know, but man. No, we like, had a friend that graduated college and was like, "I'm moving to Japan," he and just he did just it. did it. And I mean, like, he was there for like years. Yeah, he was there for like seven years. Married a girl there. They moved back to the states together. Like, and he did it. He literally just picked up the language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, the more I was like looking into it, I was like, eh, "This is pretty." feasible and i because i know that he's gonna pick it up because he loves talking to people yeah. like he has gotten the craziest shit from people on his route right he got every christmas they always make him the same baked goods uh-huh. his whole fridge is stocked with shit <laughs> the one christmas his the one person on his route got him a jacket that had every super bowl logo like stitched and embroidered on it D- does he oh, love shit. football Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, he would always like go to work in like his New England Patriots jacket. Oh, nice, nice. So he, they got him that. It is probably the nicest coat I've ever seen in my life. Damn, oh, yeah. that's dope. Had to have been hundreds of dollars for sure. Yeah. Well, speaking speaking of merch and stuff like that, I needed to ask. I know he didn't want me to ask this, do but it. you guys have any more of the those like seventies posters that you did? We do actually. Yeah, we have dude. a couple still. Yeah, man. Can we buy one? Uh, we'll fuck just yeah. fuck that. We'll We're just send it, it to you. you. Yeah, we got. Can it. you guys sign it? Go. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah one hundred percent. Fuck yeah! It looked so cool. Hey, and the second is. I found it last night, I when we were setting up the studio, uh-huh. 
I was like, I think I'm gonna ask if we can. If we can I, get I one had of the big person. doubts. Honestly, I didn't think you'd have any more. You probably, you know, sold out of them. You probably say no to us. Oh god, no, we, got, <laughs> we got quite a few more, so we got you guys. It's a, it, it's crazy awesome. to learn like how to sell merch. And the thing I think we've learned is that until you're really famous, people don't yep. really want to buy stuff with your face on. It. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like our shirts sell really, really well. Like we make shirts with the logos on them; those sell super well. The posters, not as well. I think there's just kind of like people are like, oh, it's weird to buy something with these two yeah, dudes just chilling on it. But no, <laughs> so we'll we'll send you one. Yes, please. I mean, it was really cool. I have I I have all sorts of different like art stuff I put up. I got a poster for my girlfriend. It has Young Gravy's album cover. And it's signed by Young Gravy. Oh, that's got all dope. sorts of weird shit. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I have a. Uh, Fuck, I have something when Gucci Mane went to court and he said, they asked if he was guilty and he said, bitch, I might be. <laughs> I had my friend paint on a record. Uh-huh. The, <laughs> this is so dumb. The picture of him in court. That's sick. And it says like a really cool like color scheme and across it, it says, bitch, I might be. Yes. That's dope. That's super cool. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah, I would really course. appreciate that <laughs> because- I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. But yeah, there's, there's, is there anything you want to ask? Yeah. You opened up for a rapper named Akeem Ali. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. I thought that was pretty cool. I saw like the post you made. Hell yeah. Um, our manager actually organized that event and like put it together. He set it all up. Got Akeem down here and there was just a bunch of, there was a few opening acts from like local talent that just came through and like it's it's weird because it's it's really such a community like a lot of us knew each other and like are supportive of each other so yeah. just us getting the chance to do something for someone who's on their way up was like it was awesome it was a fun experience we had so many of our people come through and like he fucking killed it like oh yeah he was, was so amazing. good and it, it was crazy i think this was the first show we ever like looked out into the audience mm-hmm. and saw like <laughs> the no swag shirts all in the crowd yeah, and to like, like to see wear, like people repping our merch people just like singing the songs because that then, was like, nuts yeah then, don't trip had been out for a few months so like yeah that was insane yeah, it was cool and uh, a fun fact is that akeem actually went on to open for jack harlow on the southern leg of his tour just a couple months later i actually wow. went to go see jack harlow with a friend and I like walked in and Akeem Ali was playing on stage and I was mm. like, what the fuck? Mm. Um, and I like bumped into him later and I was like, you're, you're here. And he's like, yeah, dude, I'm doing like four, four stops with them. Oh, and so like, we're now officially two degrees of separation from Jack Harlow. So, you know, Jack a. that's awesome, dude. Yeah. It was yeah. super yeah. cool. I guess that answered my question though. You guys, do you guys just go to different places, just open up for people or do you like try to host your own shows? So we, we kind of do a combination. Our manager actually is a DJ and booking agent in Orlando. And he's someone that we've been working with since we really started performing. He only became our manager this year. Mm-hmm. So he really has been pushing to diversify where we perform now. So we do do shows locally where we uh, headline them. And then we do shows where we open. We're trying to do more established acts where we are the opener for more established acts. And something he's been pushing for a lot recently is for us to start moving out of the greater central Florida area. So it's actually like next month when we get back from Hawaii, we're going over to Nashville to work with an artist that he knows in Nashville. He wants to get us up to Atlanta. He wants to bring us to Tampa. And then hopefully 
as long as the pandemic allows, we might make a little stop by South by Southwest next time it comes through. So, <laughs> yeah, so we're, re- we're really awesome. excited. Shout out to DJ Spider, yeah, the, the, the man that's been with us since day one. For so. real though, Austin's coffee Yeah, he stop. even, I saw on the uh, Don't Trip, you had a call from the Don. Call yeah, Don, that was awesome. Yeah, now he's he's a great dude. He's he's super pragmatic, and he's been someone that's really been encouraging us to like take the leap every time. Every time we get to like a precipice, mm-hmm. he's the one where that's like go bigger now. Exactly. Well, that's nice, pretty cool. DJ Spider, I think he followed us on our. Oh, good, Instagram. good. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only thing we have. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. had a brain for. I mean, we have all the streaming services. I was just like, well, yeah. Yeah, but we don't we don't like engage with fans outside of Instagram right now. Right, we should right. make Facebook or Twitter. Hmm. Twitter. Honestly, Twitter's I think Facebook's game. on the way out. I don't know how, yeah, I don't Facebook's know how to use like dying, dying slowly. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Fuck you, Mark Twitter Zuckerberg. is. <laughs> Dude, Twitter's just hateful. Yeah, Twitter's Twitter just is just crazy. For people just to say their opinion, not back it up. Just say I'm right. <laughs> but, not, but why? I, I have a Twitter and I literally only post just like shit that I want to remember. Like somebody will say something fucking hilarious and I like tweet it. Just because I'm like, I'll look back at that like 3 a.m. one night and just like scroll through my shit and crack up. You know? Everyone literally, on Twitter is horny, angry, and accusatory. Yeah. 100% exactly how to describe it. Right. I was on Twitter literally for the sole purpose of married at first sight conversation <laughs> and now the truth comes out yeah i literally He's like i run their fan page <laughs> i had i would watch the episode and i would give play-by-play commentary on what was hell going yeah. on in the episodes hell yeah it was so dumb i would just be like be like man zach's dropping the ball this episode <laughs> You know, like wind up as an executive producer on the show. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Show's going downhill now anyway. <laughs> yeah, you can only marry so many people. Yeah, it's just, a, it's, I mean, it's, at this point, it seemed like it was, the reason I enjoyed it was because it was a social experiment. Right. It seemed actually interesting. And it's just devolved into, let's marry these two who are completely opposite because opposites attract. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, when one of them is a good person, and the other one's a bad person. <laughs> right. the it's like not the right type of opposites. Right. It's not the right type of opposite. And they're like every single season, the last two or three seasons it's been, I think Chris can counteract uh, Tasha very well because he has opposing personality traits to hers. And I'm like, I don't know about you, but that sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, she runs a philanthropy and he kills homeless people. Let's see if it'll work. <laughs> and like this season, I got pissed off because they took the one, this one guy and they, this one girl, her whole thing. She's like, I'm fine with marrying anybody. I can't marry someone that has snaggle teeth. Oh, <laughs> and the marketing for the show, whenever they do commercials, every time she says it, they zoom in on his teeth. Oh. Oh god! And yeah, like it's clearly showing that, like, hey, we found somebody that has snaggle teeth mm-hmm. to right. oppose to just to make her rise above. Oh my god! <laughs> gonna, also, imagine being that guy. Imagine being her. Like, why would you even want to be on that? Yeah, like yeah. I just don't get people that do the love reality shows. It's fucking hilarious to watch. So I love it. But like to be someone that actually goes on there, is I'm like, just like you're putting your shit out there for everybody. You're really doing it to yourself there. 
<laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll go on the show and it's like, oh no, I hate big bitties. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and they're like, we got someone with big bitties. I'm like, oh, oh no. no. I guess I'll have to make <laughs> Just say the opposite. So you're like, oh no, I, I love. I like bad people. Yeah. Like, well, we got you a nice person. No. <laughs> Damn it. Someone who invests time in, in me and take time to respect my boundaries. No. This like, will create such drama. Who are the I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, oops, I hope no one makes me feel loved and supported. <laughs> but, all right, do you want to wrap up with what you always ask? Oh, yeah. You have any questions for us? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's do it. Okay, okay. I, I um, oh, I've got a good one. So much. <laughs> All right, what is the weirdest situation you found yourself in together? <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to know the truth. I think it was when I was when I came back from the rugby party. Okay, good. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. So yeah. He, say your version because I want I want you to recap what you remember. Hmm. Do you remember any of it? I just heard say your version. <laughs> yeah, you are a virgin. He said, "Say your say, version. Say your version of like what? Say what do you remember say from it? it? And what can I version. fact check?" What I remembered was I went to the rugby party, and I was not used to drinking, and I really wanted to get fucked up for that night. Okay. So it was after the practice. I went and got fucked up. They had me drink out of a mannequin that was like. Like the tube that the beer came down was a dick. <laughs> so they had me drink out of that. I got fucked up, and the, Wait, the mannequin had, had to carry me home. Huh? The mannequin had a dick. Uh, no, there was a tube, like, like a, a funnel tube, tube, like a oh, hole cut out where the like, dick would be. What kind of mannequin is that? <laughs> <laughs> Handmade. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So then, fuck. It was the female rugby team had to carry me home, and the last thing I remembered was. Going in, I think Styles opened the door and got me. And then I went to Frankie's room. I think I called you. And you, and you came down and you're trying to give me food. And Frankie gave me bread. And it was really gross. And so I, I think I just said, you threw the bread. this is like, gross. Yeah. And I threw the bread against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I found him, he was he was a mess, man. He was drunk. He had his whole face just tucked into the pillow. I'm like, come on, man, you gotta breathe. Just breathe. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um, you had called all your friends from high school, so I had to keep talking to them. They're like, "Who's Austin?" I'm like, "Hi, I'm JA." Like, "Who are you?" I'm like, oh, "Well, your buddy's alive, so that's fine." Yeah. Yeah. Keep in mind, we had just like started becoming friends. Uh huh. So this really wasn't weird for me because I was too drunk to feel shame. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was a little. A little weird for me because you kept walking around without your pants and you tried pissing, but you kept singing while you pissed. <laughs> I do remember that. Just happy. <laughs> I was. But like it was good singing. I, I have the video. <laughs> it's like, really funny because you don't even see me. You just like he's outside of the where the public bathroom was. I'm not going to follow you into the stall. Right. Well, no, no. I mean, like you were completely out of like the whole bathroom area. I, was, I think I was right in front of the sink, though. Yeah, I'd, oh yeah, yeah, and it's just a video that's in the direction, of and where you the just hear are. a big echo, like a Halo theme echo of me singing <laughs> some song. <laughs> I hope you guys use that for this episode promo with no context. That video. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Uh, but yeah, that was funny. Apparently, yeah, didn't, didn't you like wake up the next day and like your pants are gone or something? Or pants were in the bathroom. Pissed myself. Oh <laughs> damn! And my pants are gone. They had my wallet and keys in them. Oh, that sucks. 
Uh, I think I tried to, I was, I had to just knock door to door mm. and ask if anyone remembered what I did the next last <laughs> night. That's the worst I've ever been. Damn. And I never got that bad anymore. I would get fucked up and drunk, but not to the extent right. I couldn't find my pants. <laughs> I think that's the weirdest. Yeah. I can't really like, we're just weird people. So everything else is normal, but <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I think the weirdest thing that we've done was definitely the Halloween episode. Yeah. Yeah. We dressed up costumes, but we didn't tell each other. <laughs> so when I walked in, I was wearing, so I was supposed to be an OSHA violation. So I had a, my, my dad's a, he's a, a work, he's a blue collar worker. So he has like, I have the, like the neon orange vest. I got like jeans, but I cut the jeans where they made them like inappropriately high Daisy Dukes. <laughs> and then I have like the orange vest and I had tied it up like in a knot. So right. it showed him a midriff. <laughs> I walked in. This guy is wearing fishnets. He has a bald <laughs> cap on. I'm like, this is not the show right now. I can't do this. Hell yeah. Yeah, I went as sexy Danny DeVito. <laughs> hey, and surprisingly enough, I got that like fairly quickly. There's yeah. a promo that we released of him guessing. And all I said was, it's our favorite show. It's a show we've both watched. And then I said, America's Sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> and he got it. <laughs> He goes, are you Danny DeVito? Because we'd been sunny in Philadelphia like a day or two before. Mm -hmm. Damn. Hell yeah. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) So do you guys have any more questions? Got Um, any? Anything. Ask us anything. I love this. We're open books as well. So Okay. Okay. Um, Oh, damn. You know, we're, we're guys that had talked about our different feet. Yeah, yeah right. you know we're all, we're all what body friends. parts are attracted to so nothing's off the table now which which part of the toe do you nibble <laughs> i nibble the, the ring to the toe oh no stop it oh no <laughs> <laughs> they, they hang up the call <laughs> Bro, i hate feet too I, I ran track for five years i've just seen the worst part of feet oh, oh. I, I can't even think about it <laughs> <laughs> um what is what's like what are you guys' like passions outside of like podcast stuff? Like what do you what do you do? I know you said you make music, you sing mm-hmm. all that good so, stuff. So I do music. I literally anything that involves art, I'm into it. I completely want to learn everything about it. Every opportunity I get, I won't even like ask to <laughs> I won't even like try to get paid. I just wanna do right. stuff just to learn mm-hmm. and just add to the things I do I've done photography stuff I've done video work I, I want to do a lot more of because I love doing video yeah I do a lot of audio stuff I love doing honestly one of my favorite things to do is do sound effects oh, do nice. like fully sound effects do that yeah and then make music and yeah those I definitely just want to do all sorts of different things that involve art right you know hell yeah I just like to cook. I've been in the restaurant business for like 10 years now. So I'm just big in cooking. My high school was a a culinary academy. I tried going to a a culinary college, but I realized that, you know, chefs don't really get paid that much uh, right off the rip. (laughs) So I I thought a hospitality would be a lot better. I can like learn the business from a different point of view in a restaurant and then work my way through that. I want to own my own restaurant where it's farm to table. I work with local farmers and uh, sourcers, Mm -hmm. but have the restaurant only open at night. So then people who work late night jobs can have a meal, like uh, firemen, uh, oh, first yeah. responders, oh, wow, doctors cool. and stuff. 
Hell yeah. Damn, that sounds awesome. I will definitely come there at 4 a.m. drunk as shit after the club. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I want to go down to Florida. That's where I want to end up after college. My friends have a place in uh, Cocoa Beach. Oh, oh we love yeah. Cocoa. Yeah. Easiest beach yes. to smoke weed on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully I, I'll end up in your area. Yeah, oh, yo. Cool, cool, cool. And well, I'll, I'll tell you what, if there's anybody, when you guys blow up, which you will, when that happens, if you need a personal chef... Hey, yeah, up, I man. thought, I thought guy's Austin was kidding it. when he said you. I thought he just meant you were a good cook. I didn't know he meant you were like a chef. No, he's like legit. Oh, well, I mean, not chef. I, I'm just a cook I don't right know about now. that. I mean, that, those are all the jobs you've had. It's just oh, being a cook. Yeah. You're not just flipping burgers at I was, McDonald's. I was, I was I mean, a service assistant at uh, that one French restaurant. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Chef I mean, isn't a He's title. also, a lifestyle. for one of exactly. the things he had to do for his major, he had to literally run a restaurant for a night oh, oh that sounds dope cool. yeah that's awesome. it was cool no but i already did that in high school i did that for a week that's what i'm saying oh. see you're downplaying yourself <laughs> like, well, like you're just proving my point you gotta, oh, fle- you you gotta flex te- a little bit yeah you know? oh, yeah my teacher put a restraint on that he said i, I so right, so like he said i had to run a restaurant for a day with my my hospitality cohort so me and then two other people my my uh little team we had to make a menu how to make all the recipes and stuff like that i did most of the work because I knew how recipes go or whatever. Right. So I invited like hella heads because I want to make this good yep. because I knew what I could do. So like I invited 20 people, somebody else invited 20 people and somebody else invited 10 people. So we had 50 heads. Teacher goes, this is a lot of people. I'm like, that's good, right? <laughs> yeah, that's like how a restaurant works. Uh, he was disappointed in me kind of. He's like, this is too many people. What? So he actually- You're too yeah, successful. Too, yeah, too successful. He actually put a cap on the class. He had a minimum requirement of like 20 people. Uh-huh. Now he has a cap of at like 30 people. Wow, like, it sounds like ridiculous. he was fucking jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it was crazy too because like I had a soup, an appetizer. I had a main, I had two dishes that you can pick from. I had a drink and a dessert. And literally, I don't think anything came out bad. I think no, he fucking killed. I mean, it. nobody oh, ate yeah. the gazpacho, which I'm upset about. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. That's me, I guess. Nobody's. A gazpacho I'm just not guy. a big fan of the gazpacho. How dare you? <laughs> I honestly, I'm gonna be real with you. When it came out, I was really trying. I was like, cold just soup, trying to shove it down. It's just, it's not that it was bad. Like it definitely, like clearly had the right flavor. It's just not like eggplant parm. I hate it, but I can appreciate the taste of it. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. So I just want to pat myself on the back. That yeah, that's my flex. I, I yeah. hell yeah. Had a, you had, had to pr- get the class I, restricted. I put a restraint on the class. Tell your professor that C Forte hates him. Yeah. Oh, oh well, no, he's a good guy. No, it's just fuck that. him. <laughs> Joe's like, don't fucking care. Fuck him. Get him out of here. Boys. That's fine. We only really have two teachers for the whole major. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta see him like a lot more still. That's real. Yeah. But yeah, that's mainly what the two of us do. I mean, you also are trying to get into promotion as well. Yeah, I mean, I I try to do the the uh, promos and stuff like that for the show. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just I really love Canvas uh, or Canva. It's Canva. Canva. Yeah, Canva. So I just try to do all this stuff. That's right. why I got so excited from your promo pack. I'm like, oh wow, it's <laughs> not just right. it's just not selfies in a corner oh, ten right, different right. times. Hell yeah! Well, we're glad you because like that's it. yeah because the first time I asked for something it was like selfie. The selfie. I saw, I'm like, I, mm. I literally cannot use any of this except right, for like right. one photo. Yeah, no, we're glad you like it. And also, this is probably like meta commentary, but we're definitely going to send you guys some like promotional video elements. I was talking to Austin about us doing yep. a little like 
like a spot where it's like, yo, it's C Forte. Make sure to watch Random oh, Rundown, yeah. like blah blah blah. So we'll That'd get that awesome. to you as well. Yeah, uh, because like we try to find this thing where like you know we'll try to help promote our guests and our guests help promote us for sure. And one of our guests who we really thought was going to be a good meal ticket, like, hey, this guy's going to really like help us out and we'll help him <laughs> out. He kind of just didn't promote. Oh us, yeah, and that's Austin fine. told me a little bit about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's whatever. I mean, we did get a lot of followers, so I am thankful. Plus, he was just a really cool dude. Right, he was right. a cool dude. He was a very different change of pace because he was a lot more like philosophical, mm, and we right. just weren't prepared for it. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> okay. so he came by like with all this super like philosophical wisdom. We're like, oh man. Dope. Yeah, what now? Like, he had like, like a thing feet? for uh. But do you like feet, dog? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Like we wanted more of that kind of conversation. Right. So like we were like vultures. Like we were like <sighs> trying to hang on to like something funny that he would say. Because we were like, when are we going to get another chance like this? Right. So right. somehow, somehow Shaq Fu got brought up. Yeah. <laughs> and we just fucking talked about Shaq Fu for like five minutes. <laughs> The crew that he brought was talking about Shaq Fu. <laughs> oh, the fact that he brought a crew intimidated us, us too, because right, nobody right. else brought a crew, like a full crew, like backup singers. Oh, oh damn. Entourage guys, just <laughs> friends and family. And I'm like, oh man, this is a. That's crazy. And it was in this yeah, studio. In the, yeah, they're sitting in the back. So they're all just watching us like a live show. I'm like, right, right. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, here. right. Yeah, and like, if you look around the room, it's, it's not huge. Mm. <laughs> Like, you can see all of our walls. Right. right. <laughs> like, so it's like having a whole entourage in here. Staring at so us. intimidating. On top of that, we had him do a live performance. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So the room in there was set up. The The night before, I had spent until like 3 in the morning miking everything. Because uh-huh. I had to fully mic a drum kit. And that's like 10 mics. Yeah. I had to... Uh, and our school doesn't have enough mics to like mic everything. Right, right. So then I had to bring like my own mics <laughs> to finish the <laughs> right. job. But damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You had to do the drum kit, the piano. We also had to do the backup singer. Backup, yeah, singers, backup singers. That was tough. To, yeah. Well, the one singer hadn't had shown up late. Like we were right about to start. And I was like, it's fine. We don't have enough mics for another background singer anyway. Mm-hmm. And then here this girl comes walking in. She's Ready like, where's go. my spot? Like, uh, Fuck. Right squish right here <laughs> right. on this one mic. Oh, yeah, God. I was like, you're just going to have to share it with someone. Yeah. Oh, it was bad too because like I had all the cameras just pointed exactly where I wanted everything. And the uh-huh. girl came in I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, I had to redo all the camera work. Damn. I feel you. But yeah, is there anything else you guys got? I think I think I'm good. Yeah. 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 I really love this conversation. Uh, yeah. Me and Austin were, Austin was hyping me up last night. He's like, just think there's like four dudes catching up, have, like having a fun combo. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, yeah th- this was really fun. Yeah, yeah no, this like, this is definitely my favorite interview. Yeah, I think it was, done. it was really fun talking <laughs> to you. Guys. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you guys uh when you guys reopen to doing live stuff again, we have friends in that area. Like we would come up and do it again. Yeah, I'd dude. love to be in person with you guys, do a performance. Like that all sounds dope. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. Yeah. And also, if you ever guys, you guys are ever down here, hit yeah, us hit up. Us like, up, we man. will fucking party with we'll you. We'll show you the fucking town. Dude, you know? that's what I'm I'll, saying. Like, everyone we've talked to has been like, dude, if you're ever in the fucking area. Yeah. Dude, for, no, for real. No, like, for hey, real, you're going to be good wherever you go. Exactly. But uh, no, we got a huge house. Like, we'll vibe. So if you're ever in Florida, let us know. 
That's awesome. Thank you, guys. We actually, we were telling you guys earlier, we are planning to go to New York. Uh-huh. Because one of our friends is, the first person we had on as a guest is performing in Manhattan. Dope. Hell yeah. Another guest we had on. That we just we did. Just, we just released his episode. He invited us to a studio in Brooklyn. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. So we're going to go to Brooklyn first, hang out with him, do like just catch up and just hang out. And then we're going to go see the other guests perform live. Hell yeah. That's Dope. awesome. So no, we definitely appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. But well, so if you guys liked the conversation, if you liked everything that was being said, you know, just feel free to reach out and look at C Forte's page on Instagram. Yep, you can follow us at at No Swag Syndicate on every platform, every social media platform, mm-hmm. uh, and you can find us on all streaming as C dot slash Forte, all caps. Yep, and then if you're if you like the conversation, like I said, and you liked what we were able to put out, then feel free to follow us at the Random Rundown. There's no underscore, no nothing, none only of that one. shit. Just only one. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to plug in before we end wrap up? Um, um, grind time live coming soon. Yeah. Man. Keep an eye out Fuck for yeah. a single dropping soon. Grind time live. And, uh, that's it. Yeah, Go man. check out their new single victory lap. Yeah. It's on both me and Jay's pra- playlists. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so much. Hey guys. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, we really thanks. had a blast. Absolutely. <laughs> no problem. All right.